Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Season 4, the second of the Scandals edition. This episode features a deep dive into one of the most iconic teams in recent collegiate football history, the 2008 Florida Gators. Undoubtedly a team filled with exceptional talent and a shed load of troublemakers. The 2008 Florida Gators are a team that went down in history um, national champions and they also housed the first ever sophomore to win the Heisman, of course being Tim Tebow. While many of you may know of Tebow, the Saint, uh, this side certainly didn't lack for sinners. So in a tweet first posted by NFL Memes, it's reported that 41 members of the 2008 Florida Gators football team had been arrested at some point. Just for reference, there were 121 players in the squad, so that's about 33% of the roster that faced some time either behind bars or trouble with the law. Even with the run-ins in the, with the law, however, Florida was just absolutely littered with talent across the board. So Tim Tebow, Cam Newton for a brief stretch, Percy Harvin, Joe Hayden, Janoris Jenkins, Jenkins, Marquise and Mike Bouncy, Carlos Dunlap, Brandon Spikes, Will Hill, Marcus Gilbert, and potentially most notably, Aaron Hernandez. And with so much talent on the roster, it was maybe somewhat inevitable that they would go on to win the BCS Championship game. Flash forward to 2003, and 2008 seems like a distant memory. Most of the members of the 2008 football team have moved on, and whether that was after college or the conclusion of their NFL careers. I'm gonna have a deep dive into the roster have a look of what transpired over the course of the 2008 season and then finish up with a more detailed look at some of the more notable members of that squad and how their lives played out post the 2008 collegiate football season. The 2008 Florida Gators roster was stacked with talent and that played a pivotal role in the team's national championship run. They were led by head coach Urban Meyer and this roster featured a dynamic mix experienced veterans and emerging young stars, all of which contributed to the team's success. Let's take a, a deeper look at some of the key players who made the 2008 Gators a force to be reckoned with. At the helm of the offense was none other than Tim Tebow, and while he may have faced his fair share of criticism when he made it to the pros, at the collegiate level, he was an electrifying quarterback and a team leader. He possessed a dual threat ability, combined his powerful arm 
with his physical running style and it made him an absolute nightmare for opposing defences. His passion, passion and unwavering determination inspired teammates and fueled teams drive for success. In the backfield, the Gators boasted a talented group of running backs and Percy Harvin was a versatile playmaker who could line up as a receiver or take handoffs out of the backfield. Harvin's blazing speed and agility made him a constant threat to big plays. Joining him was Chris Rainey, a speedy back with an excellent open field elusiveness. Rainey's explosive bursts and knack for finding the end zone made him a valuable asset for the Gators offense. The receiving corp was led by a standout wide receiver in Lewis Murphy, who was known for reliable hands and precise route running. Murphy was Tebow's go-to target in critical situations. His ability to make tough catches in traffic and his knack for finding the end zone made him a crucial part of the passing game. The offensive line, often the unsung heroes, played a significant role in the Gators' success. They were led by centre Marquise Pouncey. The line provided solid protection for Tebow and created running lanes for talented backs. Pouncey's intelligence, strength and leadership were instrumental in the team's offensive efficiency. On the defensive side of the ball, the Gators had an impressive array of playmakers. Linebacker Brandon Spikes was an absolute force to be reckoned with. He was known for punishing hits and instinctive plays. Spikes was the absolute heart of the defence. His ability to read offences and make game-changing plays often swung momentum in key games in the favour of the Gators. Joining Spikes in the linebacker corp was Ryan Stamper, a versatile and reliable defender. Stamper's ability to excel in both pass coverage and run-stopping situations made him an essential component of the defence's success. The secondary featured standout cornerback Joe Hayden, who was known for his exceptional coverage skills and ball-hawking ability. Hayden's athleticism and knack for making timely interceptions frustrated opposing quarterbacks throughout the season. Safety, Mayo Wright, brought a physical presence to the defensive backfield. Wright's hard hits and sound tackling made him a reliable last line of defence for the Gators. And in the trenches, defensive end Jermaine Cunningham wreaked absolute havoc on opposing offensive lines. With his combination of size, speed and strength, Cunningham was a nightmare for quarterbacks and running backs alike. His ability to disrupt plays and apply constant pressure made him a game changer for the Gators defence. So with so much talent on the roster and look regardless of what the opinion is of him now, Urban Meyer was and is still in many parts of the world regarded as one of the finest coaches at the collegiate level. So let's take a closer look at the key moments and defining characteristics of 2008 Florida Gators season. From the very beginning, it was evident that the Gators were forced to be reckoned with. They came off a very solid 2007 season and expectations were very high. The team did not disappoint. They kicked off the season with a convincing 56-10 victory over Hawaii, showcasing their offensive firepower and defensive prowess. The win set the tone for what would be a remarkable season ahead. As the season progressed, the Gators faced several tough challenges in the highly competitive Southeastern Conference, or commonly referred to as the SEC. They engaged in a highly anticipated matchup against the Tennessee Volunteers, with Tebow famously given an impassioned speech after the game, proclaiming that the team's heart and determination would never be questioned again. This moment galvanised the team and became a rallying cry for the rest of the season. One of the defining moments of the 2008 Florida Gators season came in their game against the then number one ranked team in the nation. 
the Alabama Crimson Tide. This took place in the SEC Championship game. And at this, at this moment in time, Alabama were undefeated and heavily favored. It was dubbed a battle of titans. And the winner was securing a spot in the BCS National Championship game. The Gators offense, led by Tim Tebow, displayed remarkable poise and precision. Ultimately, defeating Alabama 31-20. The victory solidified the Gators' place as one of the top teams in the nation and earned them a shot at the National Championship. The BCS National Championship game pitted the Gators against the Oklahoma Sooners, who were led by their own Heisman winning quarterback, Sam Bradford. In a high scoring and intense matchup, the Gators showcased their exceptional talent and resilience. Tim Tebow's performance was nothing short of extraordinary. He threw for two touchdowns and ran in for another, while the defense also made crucial stops when it mattered most. The Gators emerged victorious, the final score of 24-14, securing their second national championship in three years. What made the 2008 Florida Gators season truly remarkable was not just the team's on-field success, but also the indomitable spirit and leadership displayed by Tim Tebow. His unwavering faith, passion and commitment to his teammates and the game of football inspired not only the Gators but fans across the, the nation. Tebow's ability to elevate his play in critical moments and his unmatched work ethic made him one of the most beloved and iconic figures in collegiate football history. It was also at a time where we were really experiencing this first wave of viral videos on the internet as well, which I think also added to his popularity. So now let's have a deep dive in some of the key players in this side and what happened throughout the course of their career. And where better to start than the brains of the operation, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is a highly successful and accomplished football coach but he has not been without his fair share of controversies throughout his career. While his coaching prowess and ability to lead teams to championship victories are unquestionable, Mayer has faced scrutiny and criticism for certain incidents and decisions that have stirred controversy within the college football community as well as, more latter years, the National Football League. One of the most notable controversies surrounding Meyer occurred during his tenure as head coach at the University of Florida. So one year removed from that championship in 2009, one of his star players, Aaron Hernandez, was arrested and charged with murder. The incident shed light on potential issues within the program, raising questions about the level of discipline and oversight. Critics argued that Meyer prioritized winning over character development and failed to adequately address behavioral concerns within the team. Although it is important to note that Meyer has claimed have done his best to mentor Hernandez. The incident was a stain on his coaching legacy and prompted discussions about the responsibility of coaches in shaping young athletes' lives. While many of you may know what later transpired in Hernandez's career, it is worth noting that this particular incident was downgraded to attempted manslaughter and Hernandez got off without charge. Another controversial incident involving Meyer transpired during his time at Ohio State. In 2018, Meyer was placed on administrative leave and subsequently suspended for three games due to the mishandling domestic violence allegations against one of his assistant coaches, Zach Smith. 
Critics argued that Mayer failed to take appropriate action when allegations first surfaced, raising questions about his commitment to addressing serious off-field issues. The incident sparked a debate about the responsibility of coaches in promoting a culture of accountability and prioritising the well-being of players and staff. And finally, most recently, in late December of 2021, Urban Meyer was fired after one of the most disastrous 11-month spells as a head coach in the NFL. Meyer's tenure in Jacksonville was a total disaster, defined by poor play on the field and more scandals off it. From the moment he was hired to take charge of the Jaguars right up until he was fired, Meyer earned all the wrong type of headlines for the franchise that he had been tasked with leading to a brighter future. Following on from some embarrassing performances on the field and some very poor handling of what is the new face of the franchise in Trevor Lawrence, and on the back of a viral video that made Meyer the laughingstock of the league, Meyer was relieved of his duties. In the particular video that went nationwide and was a result of an absorbent amount of memes, Meyer is seen with a woman who is not his wife, dancing and grinding on his lap. The video emerged just days after a difficult road loss on Thursday Night Football to the Cincinnati Bengals in which Urban Meyer made the decision not to return with the team and instead go to Ohio to socialise. And now to some of the more notable players. Firstly we're going to start with the Pouncy Twins. So Marquise and Mike, they're both very talented players who have had successful careers in both college and the NFL. However, their careers have not been without controversy. Following Hernandez's first arrest for the murder charge, then downgraded to an attempted manslaughter, Marquise and Mike were photographed wearing hats that featured the phrase Free Hernandez on them. The phrase obviously referring to former teammate Aaron Hernandez, who was arrested and later convicted for murder. The incidents caused an uproar as many questioned the twins' judgment and loyalty to their friend. Critics argued that wearing the hats showed insensitivity towards the victim and the severity of the crime Hernandez had committed. The controversy surrounding the parents' twins' support for Hernandez drew significant media attention and backlash. The public questioned whether the twins were condoning criminal behaviour or simply showing loyalty to a former teammate. Marquise and Mike both issued apologies and claimed that their intention was not to support Hernandez's actions, but rather to support their friend during a difficult time. Nevertheless, the, the incident tarnished their reputation and raised questions about their judgement and decision making. Additionally, while in Miami, Mike also found himself in the centre of the Miami Dolphins Hazen scandal. The Miami Dolphins Hazen scandal, also known as the Jonathan Martin Richie Incognito controversy was a highly publicised incident that occurred during the 2013 NFL season. The scandal involved allegations of bullying and harassment within the Dolphins locker room, particularly directed towards offensive lineman Janet Martin, then a rookie. The controversy erupted when Martin abruptly left the team in October 2013, citing emotional distress and mistreatment from his teammates, particularly Ricky Incognito and other offensive linemen. It was revealed 
that Martin had endured a pattern of verbal abuse, racial slurs and threats from Incognito and other teammates. The revelations shed light on a dark underbelly of the NFL's locker room culture and raised a broader question about hazing and acceptable behaviour within professional sports. Incognito, known for his aggressive and confrontation style of play, was identified as the primary instigator of the harassment towards Martin. An investigation commissioned by the NFL determined that Incognito and two other Dolphins offensive linemen, John Jerry and Mike Pouncey, had engaged in a pattern of harassment that violated league policies and created a hostile work environment for Martin. The scandal triggered a wave of discussions and debates about bullying, hazing and the overall culture within NFL locker rooms. The incident prompted the NFL to review its policies and guidelines regarding acceptable behaviour, hazing and player conduct. The league also implemented stricter protocols to address workplace conduct and prevent harassment within its teams. For the Pouncey Twins, however, they largely had successful careers. Both have featured in the Pro Bowl, Marquise the slightly more successful of the two and they featured for a handful of teams in the NFL. Percy Harvin. In his collegiate career, Harvin played a crucial role in helping the Florida Gators win two BCS national championships, the first in 2006 and the second in 2008. His ability to create big plays and his versatility as a weapon on offense made him a key contributor to the team's success. Harvin was known for his exceptional speed, agility and elusiveness, making him a threat to score every time he touched the ball. Harvin's talent and impressive college career led him to be selected by the Minnesota Vikings in the first round of the 2009 NFL Draft. He wasted no time making an impact in the professional ranks, earning the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year award in his debut season. Harvin's combination of speed, quickness and versatility made him a matchup nightmare for opposing defences. He excelled as a receiver, running back and a return specialist, earning Pro Bowl selections in multiple seasons. Despite his success, injuries became a recurring theme throughout Harvin's career, hindering his ability to stay on the field consistently. He dealt with hip issues and migraines which limited his playing time and affected his overall productivity. The injuries led to several trades as Harvin went from the Vikings to Seattle and then to New York before ending his NFL journey. Irvin, however, was also no stranger to controversy and he took up a multitude of Colin Minches during his time. However, the controversies were more around his behavioural issues with staff. One of the more notable controversies occurred during his time in Minnesota. Reports emerged of conflicts between Harvin and the coaching staff, including confrontations with head coach Brad Childress. The incident highlighted, highlighted issues of communication and friction within the organisation whilst also raising concerns about Harvin's attitude and ability to work within a team structure. Additionally, there were reports of Harvin's discontent with his contract and desire for trade. His frustrations with the Vikings organisation reached a boiling point, leading to his eventual trade to Seattle. While contract disputes and player dissatisfaction are not uncommon in professional sports, the circumstances surrounding Harvin's departure from Minnesota created a significant amount of controversy and speculation. Furthermore, Harvin's time with Seattle was also mired. During the 2013 season, reports emerged of tensions between Harvin and his teammates, including altercations with fellow wide receiver Golden Tate. 
These instances raise questions about his ability to coexist harmoniously within the team dynamic and created a distraction for the Seahawks during their Super Bowl winning season. Off-field issues, including reports of failed drug tests, also cast a shadow over Harvin's career. These incidents led to a suspension and further scrutiny of his conduct and reliability as a player. Harvin's struggles with injuries and the total took in his performance also contributed to him retiring at the age of only 29. He was immensely talented and of course he has a Super Bowl ring uh, in his collection but it's hard not to feel like the behavioural issues and the potential attitude had him blacklisted uh, from a longer career in the NFL. And finally two of the more notable members of the Florida Gators team for widely different reasons. Let's start with Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's career is one that has captured the attention of sports fans and sparked debates among analysts and enthusiasts alike. Known for his unique playing style, strong leadership and devout Christian faith, Tim Tebow's journey in football has been marked by both exceptional highs and challenging lows. Tebow rose to prominence during his college career at the University of Florida. As, he, as the starting quarterback, he led the Gators to two BCS National Championship games in 2006 and 2008. His exceptional athleticism, combined with his remarkable competitiveness and leadership, made him a standout player. Tebow became the first sophomore to win the Heisman Trophy, college football's most prestigious individual award in 2007. His strong arm, powerful running ability and clutch performance endeared him to fans across the nation. In the NFL, Tebow's career took on a different trajectory. He was selected in the first round of the 2010 NFL Draft by the Denver Broncos. Despite facing scepticism about his unconventional throwing mechanics, Tebow found success during the 2011 season. He led the Broncos to a series of come-from-behind victories and coined the phrase Tebow time, which captured the attention of fans and media alike. In the playoffs, Tebow engineered a thrilling overtime victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers, further solidifying his reputation as a clutch performer. However, inconsistency and limitations in his passing ability hindered Tebow's long-term success as an NFL quarterback. After stints with the Jets, the Patriots and the Eagles, he transitioned to a career in professional baseball. Tebow signed with the New York Mets in 2016 and played in the minor leagues, showcasing his determination to pursue athletic excellence in a different sport. Throughout his career, Tebow has faced criticism and scepticism from analysts and fans alike. His unconventional style, including his unorthodox throwing motion, drew scrutiny and doubts about his ability to succeed at the highest level. However, his resilience, unwavering work ethic and strong character have earned him the respect of many. Beyond his on-field achievements, Tebow's outspoken Christian faith and philanthropic efforts have been integral to his public persona. He has used his platform to inspire and uplift others, engaging various charitable initiatives and community work. His commitment to making positive impact off the field has resonated with many fans, regardless of their views on his playing career. While Tim Tebow's football career may not have unfolded as many initially anticipated, his impact on the sport and his role as a cultural figure cannot be overlooked. 
His college success, thrilling NFL moments and subsequent transition to professional baseball have made him a polarizing and intriguing figure in the world of sports. Regardless of the debates around his abilities as a quarterback, his passion, resilience and devotion to his craft have left an undeniable mark on the sporting landscape. And in stark contrast, Aaron Hernandez's football career, which was marked by both exceptional talent on the field and a troubling personal life that ultimately led to tragedy. Rising to prominence as a tight end at the University of Florida, Hernandez showed his athleticism, versatility and playmaking ability, earning recognition as one of the top players in this position. During his college career, Hernandez was a key component of the Florida Gators offense. He played a crucial role in helping the team win the BCS National Championship game in 2008, and his speed, agility, and knack for finding open spaces made him a reliable target for quarterbacks, as he established himself as one of the top tight ends in college football. Hernandez's talent and potential led him to declare for the NFL Draft after just his junior year. In the 2010 NFL Draft, he was selected by the New England Patriots in the fourth round. Playing alongside quarterback Tom Brady and under head coach Bill Belichick, Hernandez quickly made an impact on the NFL. His athleticism and versatility were in full display as he contributed to the Patriots' high-powered offense. In 2011, Hernandez signed a lucrative contract extension with the Patriots, solidifying his place as a key member of the team's future. However, his promising career took a dark turn in 2013 when he was arrested and charged with the murder of Odin Lloyd, a semi-professional football player and acquaintance. The subsequent inv- investigation uncovered a troubled personal life for Hernandez, including connections to other violent incidents and criminal activity. In 2015, Hernandez was convicted of first-degree murder in the Odin Lloyd case and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. When incarcerated, Hernandez faced additional legal proceedings and was charged with double murder in a separate case. In 2017, he was acquitted of those charges but remained in prison for his previous conviction. Tragically, Hernandez's story came to a shocking and abrupt end when he was found dead in his prison cell in 2017. The cause of death was determined to be suicide, leaving behind unanswered questions and a legacy tarnished by his criminal actions. Aaron Hernandez's career serves as a tragic reminder of the complexities and challenges that can exist beneath the surface of professional athletes. While his football talent was undeniable, his personal life and involvement in criminal activities ultimately overshadowed his on-field accomplishments. Hernandez's story highlights the importance of addressing mental health, personal struggles and supporting individuals who may be dealing with issues behind closed doors. It is essential to remember that Hernandez's actions and choices were deeply troubling and resulted in the loss of innocent lives. While his football career showed promise, it is his, in his criminal activities and subsequent incarceration that will forever define his legacy. His story serves as a cautionary tale and a somber reminder of the consequences that can arrive when personal struggles and criminal behaviour go underrest. And there you have it, the 2008 Florida Gators were a phenomenal side on the field and as a group of men I don't believe we have ever experienced a group to grab headlines quite like them. Undoubtedly their story poses serious questions around the treatment of professional or talented amateur athletes 
And we see this across the globe as behaviour can go unchecked or even a free pass given here and there, provided you at least have the potential for starters. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Monster Clubhouse and if you did, just a friendly reminder that the reviews, even a rating on whatever platform you, you, you're using, really helps me to continue to produce these shows. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.